0: Hi, and welcome back to the Pleasing God Podcast, a weekly show focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jonathan Soule. And on this week's episode, we're going to pick up once again on the theme or the subject, the topic of faith. And last week we thought about Noah, and this week we're going to talk about Abraham and there'll probably be multiple parts on Abraham because there's different facets of his life uh, that the author of Hebrews points to where Abraham serves as an example of faith. We're introduced to Abraham in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8, which reads, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise, as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. So we look at Abraham and a fascinating story. He is introduced to us in Genesis chapter 12, and really the remainder of Genesis, and really the the overarching uh, storyline of of the Old Testament goes through Abraham. And he's the father of the Jews, he's also the father of the Arabs through Ishmael. And so, so many, uh, even various faith groups, find their pinnacle in Abraham. And in Genesis 12, he's introduced as Abram. That's his name before God changes his name to Abraham. And he's called by God. He lives in, uh, he's a pagan. He lives in the land of Ur of the Chaldeans. And he was most likely a moon worshiper. Uh, That was kind of the religion out there. And God calls this man and Tells him basically, pack your stuff and go to a place that I'm going to prepare for you. He says to him, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And then God makes a promise to him. He says, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And this is how we're introduced to Abram, who becomes Abraham. And the author of Hebrews is showing us the example of Abraham's faith. And in this first sense, the the first example of Abraham's faith, because it's shown in many different ways through his life, is stepping out in faith. First thing we read is that by faith, Abraham obeyed. And so when we think about living by faith, faith and obedience are inseparable. Faith is manifest in obedience. There's no such thing as disobedient faith. And Abraham shows us this, that we know that he lived by faith because he obeyed that which God had called him to do. I think about us and as we're seeking to live lives of obedience, obedient faith, faithful obedience. That's what we're called to do as well. Where God has commanded or God's principles are clear to us, we are to obey them by faith. And we also see the, the kind of the content or the action of that obedience that he obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. God calls this man Abraham and says, go. Go out from the land that you know. Go out from the home that you, the only home that you know. Separate yourself from your family, the only family that you know. And I want you to walk out into the great unknown because I'm going to give you something. I'm going to bless you. So God called him and told him to go. And we see the obedience because the very next thing, That the author of Hebrews shows us is, and he says, and he went out. Man, I'm thinking if I was in Abraham's shoes, this is scary. This is this is very uncertain. Abraham stepping out in faith, packs up his stuff and goes to where God has told him to go, although he's never been there before. He steps out in faith. It doesn't say that he needed any more signs. He didn't need God to further confirm. Abraham went as God told him to go. And this is scary. This is trusting God. It says, so. Abraham says, God, I don't know where you're leading, but you're leading, not me. And he goes, not knowing where. He didn't pull up Google Maps, plot the course, plan, you know, the the rest stops along the way. No, he did as he was commanded to do, as he was called to do, and he stepped out in faith. And where did he go? He went to the land that he was promised. But even the author of Hebrews tells us, it's not that he built his home and built his homestead and started doing and planting roots. No, he lived in this land as in a foreign land, living in tents. He was nomadic. God called him to this nomadic lifestyle, this nomadic life where he's going to be the father of many nations, but he doesn't even have his own home. And he's traveling around in this land of promise, living in tents. And it's interesting to think about because I'm certain Abraham at times began to ask questions. Is this where I'm supposed to be? God, is this is this it for my life? I mean, we'll, we'll look at further along, but his wife couldn't even have children. And how is he going to be the father of many nations? And is, is this the land that I'm supposed to be in, I, living in tents? It certainly must have been tough on him. and I, And I think about in our modern context, this sounds this sounds crazy. We need to have a plan. We need to have a roadmap. We need a course of action. We need to know all the steps along the way in order to determine whether or not this is a good course to even take. The only step that Abraham had, the only command that Abraham had was go. And he was faced with a choice. Was he going to obey or was he going to disobey? if you're anything like me, uh, I I need to know the end and then work backwards and then determine whether or not this is a good idea or not. But that's me wanting certainty. And maybe you would feel comfortable having certainty. I think we all would be comfortable with more certainty, but Abraham didn't have that certainty. Well, he did. The certainty was God has promised and God has commanded. And that was enough for him. So he steps out in faith and leaves his native country to follow where God has led him. But even in the midst of living in tents and living in the promised land, but as a foreigner, that didn't shake him. Because as the author of Hebrews tells us in verse 10, for he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. So even in the midst of what was right in front of Abram, or Abraham at the time, he was looking beyond that. He was looking to the future promises of God. He was beyond the immediate. He wasn't living directly in the here and now, but he was looking forward and ultimately to the heavenly city. And so in this first part of Abraham's life, we see that he was a man who stepped out in faith. And I think the lesson is very clear to, to all of us. How much instruction do we need to believe? How far along on God's plan do we? does he need to reveal to us before we are willing to say, okay, we're going to step out in faith and obey God's commands? Now, many of us are not going to get a call from God that tells us to pack up and leave our country and go to the promised land. No, this was specific to Abraham, but the example of faith and the principle coming from it can be applied to all of us. There are times in our life where God calls us to trust him and he does not reveal where he's leading us. And the call is to step out in faith. And Ultimately, the question I think we need to ask of ourselves is, do we trust that God's plan is perfect? Do we trust that God's plan for our lives, what he's doing, is the best course of action? And we would give assent to that, absolutely. But when it comes down to it, are we willing to obey? If God just says, hey, I will, I will just reveal this one open door, are we going to step out in faith? Or do we want to know what, what's lying behind door number two, three, and four? Abraham believed God. Abraham trusted God. Abraham obeyed God. And he's an example to all who would come after him. So as we're thinking about this lesson of stepping out in faith, Abraham serving as an example, maybe we should ask ourselves, Are there areas of my life that need to be brought into obedience to what God has? Have I resolved that I'm comfortable where I'm at and God would certainly never disrupt my comfort? Maybe another question we can ask is who's in charge? Who's leading in my life? My wants, my desires, my comfort, my ease, or are we... Soft and pliable and say, God, whatever you want from my life, my life belongs to you. You can do with it as you please. And I'm going to trust you. I'm going to step out in faith. Oftentimes, fear of the unknown is what limits us in obedient faith. So how can we practice this similar obedience that Abraham demonstrated and first, I would say, we must be willing to receive the Word of God. And because God, God doesn't speak to us in the same way He spoke to Abraham, but He speaks to us through His Word. And we must be willing to hear God in His Word. So we must spend time in prayer, in Scripture reading. And we also need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit who resides within us prompting us, moving us, stirring us. Second, I think we also need to be willing to hold our lives, in a sense, loosely, like not having a firm grip on our own situation or context, but understanding that all that we are and all that we will ever be belongs to God and everything that we have and everything that we will be is given to us by his sovereign hand, And so while we make plans for our futures, we recognize that God is the one who directs the steps and it is God's plan ultimately. And we might make a plan, but recognize that God's going to pivot that plan because it might not be his plan. And we want to walk in faith. We want to be sensitive to the spirit. We want to live lives of obedience to God, to his known will, his known commands, and we want to understand that God might have a different course for us. Abraham probably thought he was going to live and die in the land of Earth, the Chaldeans, but he did not. So we want to hear God in his word. We want to be sensitive to the movement of God. We want to hold our plans and future lightly in, in open hands that the master may do what he pleases with his clay. And ultimately... We need to trust that God's leading and God's direction for our lives is better than our leading and our direction for our lives. It's hard to recognize that we aren't in charge, but that's okay. Abraham was blessed and rewarded for his obedience. In fact, Abraham was far better off obeying God, stepping out in faith into the unknown than he would have been if he stayed in Ur of the Chaldeans and did not heed the command and the call of God. So I want to encourage you with maybe whatever you might be facing, big decisions of life, struggling with with what should I do? Where should I go? Is God leading me in a direction? Um, Or how do I even, not knowing what the future holds, live faithfully today? And I would just encourage you to look at Abraham, who did not see the whole path, but saw what the Lord had revealed directly in front of him and is willing to keep taking those steps in faith, stepping out in faith, knowing that the one who is directing his path is good, is trustworthy, is a faithful guide. For the Lord loves his children and loves whom he calls and wants to do good to them. And so we can take this lesson from Abraham, stepping out in faith and be willing to take that step if the Lord calls upon you to do it. Whether that be a career change or changing your location or even uh, going out to school, whatever it might be, uh, we need to step out in faith if the Lord's leading us in that direction and be content in trusting God. There's much more to say about Abraham's life But even initially, we see that he was a man that would obey, step out into the unknown and look forward beyond his circumstances to the future promises of God that would be fulfilled either in his life then or the life to come. And so next week, we will look at his wife and how she also, through her ups and downs, is an example of faith in the birth of Isaac. I want to thank you for listening to the Pleasing God Podcast. If you have any questions, I would love to hear from you. You could reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians four three, This is the will of God, your sanctification.